Hello, and welcome to the Aaron Warner podcast on iCode Media. Today, I talked with my really good friend, Dr. Alan Chung. I've had the pleasure of knowing Alan for a long time, first as an associate doctor in uh, one of our other friends' optometry private practices, and then helping Alan uh, go through the process of buying his own practice and uh, managing. Alan and I talk quite frequently, uh, asking each other advice on different challenges that we have, and we thought it would be fun to record one of those conversations. Uh, this one specifically around a, a good and bad challenge that Al, Alan is facing uh, when it comes to employees. So please enjoy the conversation. We want you to join the conversation as well. So leave a comment, share with a friend, and of course, leave a five-star review. Also, be sure to support those who support us. In the past, our focus revolved around prescribing MacuHealth or MacuHealth Plus to patients at risk of macular degeneration, while also recommending it to collegiate and professional athletes for enhanced contrast sensitivity in sports performance. However, this year's introduction of the Life Meter has been a game changer. The Life Meter revealed a concerning truth. Many of my patients have alarmingly low skin carotenoid levels, indicating potential deficiencies in essential body tissues like the retina and brain. Supported by over 30 peer-reviewed publications, LifeMeter's accuracy, consistency, and effectiveness has been demonstrated across 2,000 subjects with diverse backgrounds. With this newfound insight, I can now have meaningful conversations about carotenoid levels with all of my patients, even those who may seem outwardly healthy. To learn more about this empowering technology, feel free to contact your MacuHealth representative or click on the link in the show notes. Together, let's optimize patient care and elevate their well-being. All right, I am here with uh, my good friend, Alan. Um, and uh, Alan, so that everybody knows who you are, uh, give a little bit of background um, because I know that uh, you purchased a practice here in San Diego not too long ago. Yeah, so uh, my name is Alan Chung. Um, I uh, graduated optometry school in 2018. And then uh, thanks to um, Aaron and a bunch of our other vision source doctors, I was uh, encouraged and, and uh, pushed to buy an office and uh, never looked back since. So <laughs> I don't know how much pushing we had to do. You, uh, you, you <laughs> wanted to do it and uh, yes. just uh, needed needed a little bit of encouragement and reinforcement from a community. And we certainly have that in San Diego. Yep. So I guess I, I interact with you so much. I, 2018, you've been out of school. This will be five years. Yeah. Blink of an eye, five years. Mm -hmm. Wow. You don't act like somebody who's been out of school for just five years. Uh, I'm <laughs> still trying to figure out which way was up. So good, good on you. Uh, <laughs> how long have you owned the practice now? Um, I bought it December of 2019. So, um, uh -huh. handful of months before COVID shut us down. <laughs> uh, yes. And, uh, interesting time to buy a practice, but you've navigated that very successfully. So, yeah. Yeah. And one of the cool things that, uh, that you and I do quite a bit is, uh, just have conversations because owning a practice is fun and exciting, but not without yep. challenges. And I relate it to sports team, right? We can be yep. winning games and losing games, but there's always the, you know, how can we do better? Um, so we wanted yep. to record some of those conversations and, uh, just, of course. uh, one, two, to let everybody know that they're not on their own, that we all go yes. through these challenges. Um, selfishly, I like to steal ideas from you. So I want to record these <laughs> back in and uh, listen course. to uh, the good ideas. Um, and they would love to hear 
uh, you know, comments from anybody that's listening what uh, what they may do differently or insights they have. So uh, tell us a little bit about what's going on. So um, the biggest thing that's kind of happened in the past four years that I've owned the office now, or th- going on the fourth year, is um, I, I kind of got um, a fully established team. So I got my key role players, key opticians, key technicians. I trained them up, uh, got my office manager up and running. Um, but now what, what happens is, um, you know, obviously these younger, you know, employees have their own dreams and aspirations. Um, so some of them are now, uh, asked me to write a letter of rec, <laughs> got mm-hmm. into graduate school. Uh, cool. another one wants to, you know, be a producer, produce music. And then someone, you know, I'm, uh, from a, from a business or from the, the employer or like as from the doctor side, I fully encourage it. You know, I'm not, I'm not here to hold back their dreams and their aspirations. Um, so I, I'm pro that, but from the business side, now I'm getting a little worried. And so, because obviously you developed and trained these people and I want to keep developing and training people. Just wanted to, you know, I texted you last week, just wanting to see if, like, hey, what's some advice to um, either push the training protocols or, or how to best handle kind of that turnover or that change in the shift in the office, if that makes sense. Um, oh, it totally makes sense. And it's a, it's a challenge that, that we had and uh, I've kind of flipped it to embracing it. I don't know yeah. who said the quote. I think we've all heard the quote something along the lines of uh, what happens if we invest in developing our people and they leave us and, yeah. and, uh, and the response was, well, what happens if we don't and they stay? So, it's, uh, <laughs> so kudos to you for, for whether it's a combination of hiring, uh, yep. you know, people that have ambition, uh, maybe training yep. them so that they understand that they're, that they have more potential than what they thought they had when you hired them. Um, yep. so I think at first when they look to move on and do bigger and better, you know, yep. going to grad school, whatnot. That's, that's a reflection of you and the leadership and the culture you've built in the practice. So congrats to you for yep. that. Yeah. I spent a lot of hours writing that letter of rec. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to have another discussion about chat GPT. I think somewhere uh, in there yes. we can save a little bit on those hours. Um, yep. what's he going to, what's uh, he, she, uh, the, she. Write the letter. she, what is she going to she. grad school for? Um, psychology she's trying to be a therapist now i think Mm -hmm. oh very so she's getting a master's in um therapy wow that's um that's huge and and definitely much needed right now in today's society yeah is uh is grad school full-time is it online so it's so she just told me it's um it's a three or two or three year program and she just needs to cut back her hours so she's she was my optician um very okay. good optician, by the way. Um, and yeah, gonna, but, but the good part is also like they understand and they, they're because of the team culture and everything, they do look out for the office and they try to be like, Hey doc, just giving you uh, four months heads up. I'm going to have to cut back on Tuesday and Thursdays. And I was like, yep, oh, perfect. Can I still keep Wednesday, Friday, and maybe a little Saturday once in a while. And they're all for it. Um, and you know, I try to build that camaraderie and, and that team mindset in the office. Um, but now I, you know, all the, you focus on so many different parts and I kind of didn't focus as much during COVID and throughout the process because I already had that team. 
Um, so now I'm like, okay, well, I got to worry about like onboarding now and how to yeah. how to successfully onboard a new employee. And which in the past we were kind of just building up those building blocks um, right. together because they didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what I was doing. We were all doing it together. Now I'm like, all right, <laughs> I can't just tell them to follow you. <laughs> no, but I think this is. I think you're in in an ideal situation. And what I mean by that is, it, yeah. at least I found that when I get comfortable, I start relying on, on an individual. And so my systems yeah. and programs don't become systems and programs. They become Mary, right? Mm -hmm. And Mary's awesome. Mary's great. And so I just, mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about it until something happens. And Mary leaves. Worst case scenario is Mary says, Hey, I, you know, I, I, I'm not showing up tomorrow. Maybe she won the lottery yeah. and walked away with hundreds of millions. Maybe, you know, yeah. God forbid something, something bad happens. Um, yeah. yeah, but you've got a, a chance to where you've got a couple month uh, leeway and yep. now you can have, uh, so we'll call, uh, we'll, we'll call this employee, Mary. Um, now you can yep. go to Mary and say, Hey, you're, you know, I, I, that's awesome. We fully support you in, in going to grad school and, but you're so good. Help us develop you help us put in on mm. paper what you're doing and how do we train the next, the next Mary? How do we train the next you help us write that manual, help us write those, those steps, uh, that training. Um, and by the way, as you cut back, we're going to have to bring in somebody, um, maybe part time, yep. maybe full time. Um, you know, yep. and, and let's, let's run through this new training onboarding with that person and figure out mm. what we do good, what we do bad, how we can improve it. Gotcha. And, any advice on systems? Because I, I spent a lot of hours on Google Docs and trying to write SOPs. And, and let's just say uh, no one looks at how to open the office. No one looks at how to close it because they've just been doing no. it for so long, so many times. I like to have them write them. They have, okay. so, so you have a system. Um, yeah. I, I've heard from lots of, well, everybody has a system. Um, yeah. And, and some systems are great and some systems suck. Some systems yep. are written down like yours are, and some are just, yep. hey, this is what we do. So everybody yep. has a system. I, I like to help give ownership to everybody who's, who's doing the system. You know, you're not, gotcha. you're not in the optical, you know a lot about it, but you're not in yep. the day-to-day. -day. And those are yep. the little nuances that, that Mary knows that you may not be aware of. And so having mm. her put it into a, a written system, um, one, gives her some ownership of it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then if that becomes a living document that everybody can, mm -hmm. can constantly look to, uh, to review and, and update and challenge, gotcha. I think you've got a living system. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So, cool. yeah, I like that. What, what does Mary do so good as an optician? Like, um, she, she's just very detail oriented. She's very fast at what she does. So. Um, I, I preach customer service in our office because ultimately they, they can go anywhere. Patients can go anywhere. Yeah. And there's a reason why they're coming to us. And if we say 14 days, come on, guys, we got to hit this 14 days, <laughs> you know, or, or a 10 day or contact lens or at least call the patient. Hey, your lenses are back ordered. So I'm, I'm always trying to keep on the dot before, um, mm -hmm adding things and she she's great at that stuff she she knows how to prioritize she knows when to come to me and say hey doc i got like 10 jobs can i borrow your office and just sit there and hammer them you know nice. um so yes i i don't have to stress too much um and she, she 
she's been with me long enough to know, oh, Dr. Chung approves this, or um, Dr. Chung will I probably need to ask him whether or not we need to do this. Right. And I think that's a, a matter of time <laughs> of getting used that, to us as well. That's definitely a matter of time. It may be interesting for her as she's going into psychology. What I found too is that understanding our personality types, um, there's mm -hmm. lots of different systems. I'm a fan yeah. of DISC mainly because it's simple and, yeah. and I can understand it. Uh, yep. And in our office, I'm a high D and mm -hmm. my office manager is exactly uh, opposite of me. And mm. so the, um, we're that yin and yang. We know how to talk to yeah. each other. We've learned how to talk to each other. So understanding, yeah. uh, you know, her and her personality type, I think that's part of the importance of developing into your system, you know, what makes a good optician, um, or mm -hmm. at least that type of optical role and, and yeah. how, you know, who are you? So they know how to interact with you. Gotcha. Gotcha. I haven't gotten to personality types yet. I know we've done it in, in the products, yep. but <laughs> haven't spread that to the whole office yet. <laughs> well, there's, there's a lot to do. So of it's course. something to, uh, something to look on. And if she's going into psychology, that may be something that, uh, that piques her interest. Of course. Mm -hmm. you know, and I would yeah. certainly leverage her too, while she's going to school to yeah. share what she knows. Of course. You know, yep. And, uh, and yep. bring that back to the office. Cause there's some things that, I think we take for granted. It's really easy to say all these dumb young kids, right? And, uh, and I'm getting old and gray, so you, you, you're not a dumb, dumb young kid. You're just a young kid, and you see the world differently than I do, and certainly the ones that you know, some of the staff you're hiring now see it differently than yeah. you do now, too. Yep, very true. <laughs> so. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, no, I think that's a really cool opportunity for you to, to take advantage of, of what she has. Um, there may be opportunity for her, too, if, if hours are an issue to yeah. uh, give her some time uh, and you can afford it and cash flow for it, but outside of work, yep. you know, where she yeah. can do some of that, of that, uh, yeah. the development at home, as long as it's mm. written out and f understood because you don't want somebody at home, you know, working 10 hours on it or, or all weekend, 12 hours and it throws off your, yep. your cash flow. We're both in California. we got to pay attention to that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. cool. I like it. That's yeah. a uh, that's a tough challenge to leave to to lose somebody, but it uh, uh, I you know full vested in or in if we um, invest in our people well enough, you know take yep sounds bad, but take full advantage of what they have, uh, and not taking advantage yep. of them, but taking advantage of of all the good stuff they can contribute back to the practice yep. before we lose them. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's and then on top you got to worry about onboarding too and i never realized that that was such a big part of an office as well because majority of the time i was like okay i got these set three and a half people <laughs> half is part-time three and a half people the team's there you know if someone calls out two people we can still run the office perfectly fine it gets a little busier but now that they're starting to be like hey doc i can only work you know four days instead of five days now now i'm like okay now i gotta piece together schedules and um, and then now I'm thinking of like, okay, well, how do we successfully onboard someone quicker as well? Uh, because majority of the time when I brought those guys on, it's like, okay, we're all figuring out how to do, you know, our systems or, oh, this contact lens system's not working or the glasses system. So, yeah, so I'm learning to interview as well and, and that process and, um, and then 
bringing them patient, uh, not patients, but candidates in and having them meet the team and mesh with the team as well. Um, so, yeah, well, you brought up something and I don't know if you even realize that you said it, um, as you, as we start our practices and our team is small, it's not mm-hmm. uncommon that we either hire experienced people. Yep. And so we're not training from, from the ground up or yeah, we're such a small team that it's really easy for you to train because you're doing it with them side by side. Correct. Mm-hmm. As your team expands, you're going to start hiring lots of people that have never been in the industry. And mm-hmm. so now you're two, you know, at least one level removed, maybe two levels removed from the training process. Yeah. So I, I think that's why it's really important on your key people to have a, a good training manual and the training manual, you know, needs to say, Hey, push this button here, do this there. But it also yeah. needs to set expectations. This is what a good job looks like. Mm. This is, this is what a, gotcha. a good complete order looks like. This is what a not good complete order looks like. And here's why. Yeah. And, um, because if they don't know what to compare to, you have an expectation in your mind. They don't yeah. have that in their mind cause they've never seen it and you're going to be upset. They're not going to know why. And that just creates a lot of animosity on your end towards them and their end back to yeah. you. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, okay. I think making sure that they, you know, in that training, it's the quality that you expect is maintained quality of outcomes yep. because you've said, yep. this is exactly what, what a good job looks like. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So, I got to start so, a training manual. <laughs> yep. And re- remember, you know, Mary, the, the employee yep. that uh, we're calling Mary, um, I would love her too. And, yep. and as she develops it, you go back and, and work with her to, yep. um, to talk about, Hey, how can we improve this? Does this make sense? And then when you bring somebody on and they, they go through that process of being trained, ask them, Hey, was this good? Was this not good? Yeah. You know, we've never developed this before. We're putting you through a whole new process. Give us your feedback. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. So, so how many employees do you have now? Non OD employees? Uh, well, technically full-time equivalent three and a half. Okay. Um, and then- as you start to grow that out, I think the other thing for you to pay attention to with the rest of your team is, making sure they don't feel that Mary's getting uh, different, treated differently mm. because she gets a different schedule. Mm. I mean, everybody has stuff outside in their life. Of course. Right. And, and maybe Mary's going to grad school, which you say, Hey, this is awesome. You know, I fully support yeah. it. You know, maybe yeah. John decides to pick up, you know, surfing and he wants to yeah. go surfing two days a week and you go, well, that's not acceptable. Um, yeah. in your mind, you say that's not acceptable. Yeah. So I think you just need to make sure that you overly communicate with your team and that they're all on board. Uh, gotcha. I don't think you need the permissions, but I think they need to understand your, your why and your reasoning. Yeah. Um, that way you gotcha. don't develop a culture where everybody gets to do whatever they want, whenever they want. And now you're the one saying, Hey, hold on a second here. Yep. You have to set the bar somewhere. <laughs> You have to set the bar somewhere and you just, I think it's communicating expectations. Okay. Gotcha. Um, there's a book. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, it's, uh, it's called simple numbers, straight talk, big profits, uh, yep. by Greg Cabtree. Um, I believe is, yep. is who wrote it in that book. He talks about taking care. I'm pretty sure it's that book. He talks about taking care of the cow. 
right? Yep. We either can take care of the cow and the cow gives us milk and we can sell the milk and I'll make money. Or, we, oh, you got it right there. Yep. <laughs> or you can have right a, uh, a big barbecue one time. Um, yeah. And uh, we, we talked about that in the office, in my team, about how yeah. you know, whatever decision we make, it, it has to be good for the cow. And yeah. my team laughs at me because they don't like the farm analogy. In my mind, it makes perfect sense, but I can go back to saying, hey, this is, we did this because it's good for the cow. You know, yeah. it might not be good for the guy who, who's got to feed the cow or brush the cow or milk the cow. You know, nothing's probably good for the guy that has to clean up, you know, the cow's crap. But, yeah. uh, but somebody's got to do it. But ultimately, we have to take care of that cow. Yeah. And I, I've learned that on the way of like giving too much time off or, and it, it's, it's a, it's a learning process where I'm like, Hey guys, I gotta, Hey, this month I gotta put a little stop in it <laughs> where I'm like, Hey, you know, we gotta, we gotta, we can't all take the same day off. <laughs> if that makes sense. We can't all take this Saturday off. Uh, because just me and one staff is pretty hard to run an office with. Um, so now, we, we created an approval system. Uh, you got to make sure this other person isn't taking time off. And it's just, you know, at one point I was like, I understand that too, right? Life, life is bigger than just working in the office, mm -hmm. you know, weddings, vacations, things like that. Uh, but when it gets to everyone's taking this Saturday off and it's just the doctor working, mm, I don't know about that anymore. <laughs> so, so, yeah, no, absolutely. And I think those are, and, I'm sure somebody will, will debate me on this and you may even have a different thought. I think those are critical to establish when you're a small practice, a small growing Correct. practice with a, a team of four, like you guys are yep. four or five. Then when yep. you, as you get bigger, because if you yep. don't establish the foundation now, it's yep. really hard to go back and, and change status quo, yep. what they've expected to be status quo. Yeah. And the, this whole process, it's, it's very funny that we're talking about this is because, um, we had a whole glasses system. We have a contact system and, you know, we have, I try to focus on these systems where it's all about, we need to make sure I don't want a patient calling us to say, Hey, where are my glasses at? I want us to tell the patient. And it's very easy when you're only seeing, you know, a hundred, 110 patients a day or a month, not a day, a month. Um, but then this December was like my first time ever seeing like 200 patients in a month. And let's just say all of the systems just broke apart slowly because, you know, all the staff is running on fumes, getting orders in. We're seeing 15 patients a day and it's just going crazy. And then in January, we're like slowing down. And we're like, all right, we got to fix these systems. <laughs> these systems yeah. are not working as well as, you know, last September, October, when we're only seeing about 100 or 110 patients, because there we only, what, you know, capture rate of 40%, 50%, you get four jobs a day or something like that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, that's why I tell my staff, I'm like, hey, guys, you know, no issues, but let's figure out how we can improve it. Because eventually, if and when touch wood, when we get there, um, we're going to need better systems because these systems are, are good when we're small, but bigger, that scaling section is, is the mm -hmm. part that now we have to think about how to do. Yeah. When that happened, did your staff recognize that their, the, the systems were starting to crack or did they, did they just panic and, and were overwhelmed and said, you know, we either got to hire new people or we got to slow down or we got to do something. 
Uh, no, they knew. <laughs> they knew. They knew. They're like, they're like, I was like, oh, like, who's, uh, have we, have we tracked these Optus numbers in a while? And they're like, Doc, I, I haven't had time to go in and count these Optus. Or, uh, Doc, you know, the jobs are just piling up. I got another patient. I got to go see the other patient. Um, obviously, she, you know, like I said, they, they're very well drained. Um, and they're, they're just good people in general. So they, they know how to bob and weave and what's most important, right? The patient care is the most important. So when I come out, they're not going to sit there and do jazz. They're going to go and see the patient and handle the patient or phone calls and things like that. So, um, we're, I'm, I'm figuring out ways to alleviate that stuff, uh, especially with like new technology or even, um, or even like the, the VAs that we're getting, the virtual assistants that we're getting. Um, to kind of help focus more towards patient care versus every five minutes phone call, stop your job process and checking faxes, things like that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, those are, those are tough. That's, uh, we built that into part of our culture is, you know, we've changed it over the, over the years, but uh, it all involves yeah. change, challenging the status quo. You know, yeah. now we're calling it innovation because it sounds good and positive <laughs> and we want it to be positive, but. You know, change never is yeah. change is always a difficult thing to to handle um, yeah but i think that you know when we go through our the december's like you had uh, that's the opportunity for huge growth if we if yeah. we take advantage of it right so yeah no very cool how does the rest of your team feel about uh mary going do they know that she's going to grad school yeah yeah, uh, my team is pretty open with everyone. They they Good. know they, they probably know before me. They're probably <laughs> nervous to tell me, and they're like, "Hey, doc, I gotta talk." <laughs> I'm like, "All right, doors open. Sorry. What's going on? Tell me now." <laughs> oh, uh, no, that's that's but, very cool that they're open. And, and they're they're a pretty tight knit group as well, which is which is a good thing. Um, and um, I got lucky on that end. And I think that definitely helps with the stress level uh, from being a, a business owner. Um, and so, but like I said, we're, we're very happy for her because that's what she wants to do. And that's what mm -hmm. um, she believes in. And she, and that's why she's great with patients too. She, she has that great ability of listening and then going back. And that's one of the traits that, um, that, that that's what I'm looking for in the next next optician right. that I hire. Yeah. So, so. You, you find what you like as well as now I'm I'm looking for those employee or candidates that come on in and that apply. Nice. How are you? How are you looking for your next employee? So I'm not gonna lie, the three and a half I found from all of them. <laughs> okay. So they just started pulling their friends or other people in or. Um, she was the one that actually recruited my office manager into my office. Um, and but now I've exhausted that pool and I'm like, Hey, there's, uh, anyone have friends or, or family or anyone that wants to, you know, uh, to, to have a career, you know, I'm trying to build people that want a full term or long-term career, um, as an optician or learn the traits. Um, but now I'm going back to indeed, I'm going back into. Um, all these other pages to see candidates. Um, I know when I looked a year or two ago, a year and a year and a half ago, the candidate pool was really thin. Um, I, I'd make a post and maybe like three or four people applied. Mm -hmm. um, recently, I think it's a little bit better. Um, so crossing my fingers to, to see that process go through. 
Yeah, that's. Uh, I think if if somebody can figure out how to hire good people, um, yeah. they'll retire on a beach quickly. In, uh, in <laughs> uh, but I do like I do like that you you leaned on them to pull in you know family friends acquaintances. Um, yeah. Did you uh, did you give a hiring bonus for that or? Did... Initially, I didn't, uh, but now thinking about it, I probably should. Um, I think they just liked it at the office so much that they're like, hey, Doc, are you looking for anyone? I have, a, I have an old manager that would, would, doesn't like where she's at. And then I, I just, I was like, okay, cool. I mean, we're, we're growing, and, uh, yeah. which is a good thing. Um, and that's a, it, part of it is a little bit of a time game too, I think. It's an it's a informational gap that you know, I have to learn or I feel like most business, you know, I don't know if I can say most business owners, but every business owner will have to go through this hiring phase or the growth phase or um, so finding people, training, uh, or even me realizing, hey, my training system is not great. <laughs> you know, I got to set people up for success, not for, hey, just follow Mary and uh, watch what she does and do that, you know, a week or two later. Um, yep. And especially, like you said, uh, when we first started, we hired a lot of people with way more experience versus nowadays, a lot of people are kind of transitioning away from what they wanted or what they're currently doing, you know, mm-hmm. um, with minimal optical or optician experience. Um, so if we can successfully, um, you know, utilize the resources, the video training that we have um, it, to successfully onboard a new uh, candidate or employee. Oh, for sure. And I think that some of the best employees that we've had came from outside the industry. They brought Mm. different skill sets in. Some of my worst employees came from within the industry because they had bad (laughs) habits. And it's really hard to tell somebody that they've got a bad habit because you're calling their baby ugly. The, um, and I agree with you that lots of really good training resources. We leverage in our office a lot. And I'm sure you do too. Uh, the Leonardo platform, um, vision source yeah. docs, we call it uh, vision source learning, yeah. uh, powered by Leonardo, but it's on that Leonardo platform and they've got some, mm-hmm. they've got some really good content on there, whether it's just learning about the brand or yeah. learning about some kind of basic sales techniques. Yeah, it's, it's great. And I'm not going to lie that that's what we were, we, I fully dived into in the past, like two months or so, just flipping through it, looking at it myself, watching it myself. Okay. Um, and then what I found out was even for like some of my current staff, I go, Hey, watch these videos. Some of them are great. They're like, Oh, I learned some, you know, X, Y, and Z from this, or some of them just dozed off and I'm like, great. You didn't, you didn't learn much from it. <laughs> so right. it, I think it, it depends on how that person learns as well. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's a big part that I'm learning the process as well. So, um, we're me and my technician, my, uh, or we're trying to develop like flow charts right now in the office okay. on basic uh, um, workflows of, okay, well, you have an office visit, what test do you run? You know, an auto refractor, VAs, pressures, uh, you know. Um, so he's, he's kind of working on that system for me, but um, the front optician stuff, I barely know any of it. So that's why I have to lean on them to do. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's, that's what we're utilizing right now. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Do you have a, have you looked at a, a specific training calendar 
So on um, those courses, meaning like yeah. you know, first day I want you to watch these, second day I want you to watch yeah, these, so, so they I build think... on each other. Uh, on the Boondocks, I think Lori Lori sent out some, an Excel page that okay. has every single one. Um, obviously, it has like her the systems that she uses. So I right. go in and kind of copy and delete and use this. Um, I think one of the best things I got from it is, um, for example, her Excel page. Um, she'll have a list of all of those tasks. And then I'll have three columns. One is, um, I don't know it. <laughs> One is I'm competent. One is I can teach it. And I never, um, I think that's a great resource or a great thing to do is because like first day you sit them down, they're going to check. I don't know it for any of this. Now you teach them next day. You can bring that sheet back and say, all right, what did you, what do we feel better about? Oh, I can schedule a patient. I can answer a phone call. And then, you know, you keep doing that until they feel fully competent of like, okay, I can, I can do all of it. I can teach all of this now to whoever is next, or I understand those systems fully. Um, so I give her credit for all of that because I definitely am going to utilize that for the next employee that I bring in. Well, and that's one of the reasons why you're, you're so successful and so smart is uh, you learn to steal things from other smart people. <laughs> And, uh, and implement them into your own. We'll call them borrow. Maybe that sounds better than steal. Yeah. Uh, borrowing a lot, <laughs> borrowing a lot, especially ideas from all of you guys as well. Yeah. So what you just described was what we, what we went through in, in optometry school is just the yep. see one, do one, teach one yep. um, type of, of training. Uh, the one thing though, I think with staff that we neglect too much, I know I have, and I'm trying to rectify yep. this is yep. role playing. Nobody likes to role playing. Role playing sucks. Yep. But how else are you going to to, to practice before you get a yep. chance to uh, uh, you know to to do it in real life? I know that we when we go to baseball games, we go early to watch batting practice. Yeah, we see their their mistakes. Um, yep. So I think it's important that we do that in the office. Yeah, and it's it's funny because um, I think you recommended one of those big. Disney books that I have in the back somewhere um, for, for customer service. And uh, one of the biggest things that's changed everyone in my office is literally smiling on the phone, smiling while you use nice. the phone. And uh, one of my employees, one of my old employees did not believe it, did not, did not go with it, did not say it. It sounds exactly the same. And the funniest thing is the rest of my staff. So everyone hates role playing. I hate it. You know, yeah. My staff employee hates it, but I always tell them, I'm like, if you can't do it in front of a friend, <laughs> imagine doing it in front of a patient that's upset with you. <laughs> that's the hard part. And it's funny because when that employee that did not believe it, he role played it and he, you know, smiled and just say, hello, this is, you know, Joe from focal optometry. And, and then we asked him, he's like, how does that feel? And he's like, no, no difference. And then the rest of the staff goes, no, that there's a big difference there. Yeah, so, there's definitely a difference. Yeah, I think it's, I think role playing is important. I think it's um, it's it it it's important to go through the negative or the different yep. situations so that we don't encounter it the first time mm. in a real life situation. I mean, no matter yep. what procedure we're you and I are doing as doctors, we've done yep. it 
dozens of times on somebody else before I've ever done it on a patient yep. to build our confidence. And mm -hmm. I think that we do our teams a disservice by not forcing them to go through that. Mm. It, it, no, yeah. They push back. And so it's harder for, for us to, you know, want them to go and do that negative environment when they yep. don't like it and they're complaining. But if we don't do yep. it, then we get mad when they performed less or Four. below our expectations. Yep. yep. So. Um, I, I, Going on that topic, um, I think Chris uh, Wolf has said this in the past before. Even for us, a lot of times it's it's role playing and and practice wording, mm -hmm. like wording towards patients. So um, big things in autonomy is you know dry eye, uh, myopia control, um, glaucoma, diabetes. AMD, like all these systems, all these protocols, all these silos, but we understand it. it. It's on us to make it so clear to the patient in a short amount of comprehensive time that we have to say, hey, you have dry eyes, your glands are clogged, do this, I'll see you back in a month, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So even then we have to practice, or at least I did. I had to practice that wording on a lot of patients and even at home by myself, sometimes I have to like think about or hear other doctors say it and, or even ask other doctors be like, Hey, how are you selling your, you know, your mass or your, your, you know, dry eye stuff or IPL tear care, things like that. Because, um, I wasn't very successful <laughs> bringing it in and then getting it. I probably got like one for the first three months or something. And then I started asking these doctors and asking these other vision source doctors, other doctors around me that have that to say, Hey, what are you saying? Or what are you actually doing? And to absorb that knowledge and then say it, but that's right. I don't think we've forced it or not forced, but we don't have our staff practice it enough because once we say, Hey, we're going to role play, everyone already kind of turns a side yep. eye towards me. <laughs> They've pushed so. out. Um, well, that gives us an opportunity to lead by example because we don't like to role play of either. Course. Of the, course. Uh, now, one thing I try to do, uh, we're in California, so we don't want to record uh, patient encounters. Uh, but when I'm yep. seeing my family, uh, especially yep. my kids, I'll record yep. the visit uh, mm. because I want to go back and listen to the things that I say. I want to look at the mannerisms that I have in the, in the office, in the exam lane, mm. and see if I'm selling, uh, and I know selling is a bad word, but I, yeah. I like it because I think that's what we're doing. We're selling ourselves. We're selling trust. Yeah. We're selling mm -hmm. our treatment recommendations. Yeah. And, uh, and so if, if I'm not coming across in a way that I'm happy with, then mm -hmm. I'm going to underperform. And by yeah. recording those visits allows me to just go back and review. It can be your iPhone on the, the audio recording setting, just sitting on the counter, set yeah. it up on a little tripod and you can record yourself and see yeah. the, visually what's happening. Um, but it's, uh, you know, how much downtime I'm staring at my silly iPad documenting mm -hmm. the, the chart notes and realizing that we just sat quiet for 90 seconds, which is yep. a long time. And the patient's already checked out because <laughs> they're back on their, on their phone looking at TikTok or whatever. Yep. Uh, I think that, that we need to role play. Um, and yep. then on top of that, um, I don't know if you know Brandy Yake. Brandy is... Uh, up in yeah. uh, the Pacific Northwest, Oregon, I believe. And she just won the paraoptometric of the year for the American Optometric Association. And oh, I nice. had a chance to talk with her. Yeah, she's, she's a rock star. She's amazing. Yeah. And I said, well, what, 
you know, what's helped you get to where you're at. And one of the things she credited was she says her doctors, uh, Jim Hale, who's a friend of mine, they bring the, the staff into the exam lane so they can watch the patient interaction. They can watch what they're doing. And if they see something unique, they'll explain it to them. But that way the staff knows what's happening in that, you know, little dark room that you and I sit in with all the bright lights and they hear what we're saying. They hear how we're explaining things, which just piqued her interest in understanding, learning it more. It also yep. helped her to, you know, reinforce the recommendations and what the, the education the doctor gave, because she knows how he's giving it. Yep. So I've never thought of that. that. I yeah. hadn't either. I need to, uh, to do better at that. But I didn't realize how big of a deal that was until she brought it up. Yeah. Cool. Um, another thing on that is um, a, a recent contact lens rep came in because I was, I was talking to her about my annual capture rate in the mm -hmm. same exact situation where I was like, she was like, it's all about how easy the numbers come. So for example, a patient comes out, I say, Hey, you know, Mrs. Jones is good for, you know, uh, uh, daily total ones, multifocal annual supply finalized. And then she was like, okay, what do you guys do afterwards? Like, do your staff ask, you know, how many boxes they want or the wording of that presentation? Mm. And then on top, she goes, okay, well, think of it this way, doc. Like, what if you had this little cheat sheet and all the cheat sheet will have is the rebate and then the annual supply total number and then per box, how much it costs. And if your staff knew that in 10 seconds, how that felt from a patient standpoint versus where they had to turn to a computer, type mm -hmm. it in, produce it, and then have the patient wait a minute or two while these numbers populate and then turn back to the patient and then present that to the patient. So, it's, so that's another thing that I've just thought about. I was like, oh, I haven't ever done that. Like actually write down all our contacts, all our boxes, all the rebates all in there and just say, oh, this patient is good for um, uh, biofinity torque um, annual supply. And then the, it's already populated in front of them. They're like, okay, well, that's this. Go down the chart, this number, this number, this number to the patient. And immediately, I probably already saw that annual capture rate go up just by changing that little tiny thing. Um, I've only been doing it for a month. So I'm waiting Good. for the numbers to come back in to see if there's more coming up to see the trends. Well, I'm sure it's made a difference. The, the one thing that I think most people can't stand is yep. what they perceive as a lack of transparency. Mm. So it's, and we use a lot of adult diapers in optometry. Yeah. And what I mean by that yeah. is patient calls and says, well, how much is an exam? Well, it depends. How much is a pair of yeah. glasses? Well, that depends too. How much are contacts? Well, that depends as well. And, <laughs> yeah. and nobody likes adult diapers. Yeah. So having that cheat sheet, um, doesn't yep. make somebody look less competent. It just gives yep. the answer quicker and better. Yeah. You know, when I'm going yep. to a, 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 a bar to have a drink and I say, Hey, what do you guys have on tap? And the waiter has to leave and come back and, and show me something. I just, how do you not know? Right. If they have yep. a little, even if it's a, a janky printed out piece of paper that has everything on it. Yeah. Now we're getting somewhere. I feel like yep. we're, we're engaged. I feel like they're prepared for me. So having that cheat yep. sheet, I, I agree is super important. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, um, no, I, I like that. So, uh, 
I want to hear the, what those numbers look like after you've been doing that for a little bit. Okay, I'll let you know. <laughs> uh, last month, I think it was like, I think our annual capture rate was up to um, 30 something percent, um, okay. but it was even lower beforehand. Um, so it's it's slowly creeping up. So maybe this month we'll see an even bigger uptick. So who knows? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uh, it's hard to keep everything and all the balls in the air. When I've yeah. when, when you've I've seen when I've got one that's doing really well, I've, I've kind of not paid attention to another one, and it uh, it, it falls just a little bit. So yeah. it's that constant <laughs> game of trying to keep all the all the balls up. Do you assign a staff member? Uh, ownership of any of those stats or do you keep them all? Um, so I use um, Edge Pro. So I, I use Edge Pro. Edge Pro to, and I take it with a grain of salt because sometimes it really depends on when the staff posts the mm -hmm. job or the order into the system. So if, if we close at five, someone walks in at 450, they're not going to post that job <laughs> in yeah. 10 minutes. So they post it the next day. So I take it with a grain of salt, um, but at least I'm consistent looking at it. Um, so I have them post um, the optics, the new patients, returning patients. I have them post um, hours, or like, like how many hours of doctor hours we have that day. Um, and I just have them post the, the basic stuff. And mm -hmm. then I have my office managers post the, uh, the revenue per days usually. And, um, I usually, I'm pretty transparent with my staff too. So I show them exactly all of that. <laughs> I show them, um, how much we made that month, how much we made last year for that month. But I also show them the cost too, because I'm like, all right, this is obviously not, it's, it's not like I show them payroll, but it's just a whole chunk of payroll. I show them how much our frames cost, which half of their access go open and like, <laughs> Doc, how much are you spending? I'm like, oh, you guys wanted this, you know? Mm -hmm. But I also am pretty, uh, for the office too. So like, you know, everyone's in there. We have like a, an hour gap or something, two hour gap. I'm like, all right, who wants lunch, <laughs> you know? So I kind of encourage them and promote that as well. Um, Good. So it's, it's a good, it's a tug and a pull with them. Um, but hopefully, like I said, we eventually I can build up these systems so I can pass off some of a lot more of the number tracking to them. Uh, but the number tracking, I don't mind. It takes like five, 10 minutes. It's just getting used to doing it is the, yeah. is the complicated part. Yeah. Do they each have their own login to edge pro? Uh, let's just say yes, but they end up using mine. <laughs> So, uh, yes, but they all cost, take mine and log in through mine <laughs> and use yours. Yeah. That's fine. Yep. Um, so we love edge pro. We do the same, the, except everybody has their own login. And uh, gotcha, gotcha. I can, if I ever want to know if they're looking at it or not, or not, I can check with the GPN folk and they can tell me who's, who's been logging in and who hasn't. Gotcha. Uh, one thing that I've found, cause we used to make them pull numbers by hand, which oh. was much more time. You know, previously yep. to, to having uh, edge pro and yep. it took a lot more time. But what I had realized was they were uh, more connected to the numbers because they had to manually pull them and calculate them when it's as yep. simple as clicking on a button, there's less connection. So what we do now is we have somebody uh, send an email daily to the, the office. We've got mm -hmm. monthly goals and 
the the daily email just says here's where we're at towards our goal and on each of the different goal categories but somebody different has to send that email every day mm. and that way at least for the day they yeah. have a little bit more connection to it and then i make them you know comment on it is this number going up are we getting closer is it getting better um, mm. you know and uh, so it shows us in that report it says where we're what our goal is and yeah. where we're at to goal um you know how much we need to go and if it's trending in yep. a positive or a negative uh, direction gotcha. usually they'll start calling out you know hey we're you know our our comprehensive exams um or our yeah. you know the eye checks are are down you know we need to focus yep. on selling uh more frames we're selling uh, our lens yep. capture rate is up but our frame capture rate is down or mm. you know our contact lens exams percentage or ratio to to regular exams, exams is down we need to start talking more contact lenses mm. gotcha I'm I'm really good at the looking back because of all those buttons that you can hit. Yes. <laughs> I'm really bad at pivoting midway through the month. Um, so uh, I, I'm I'm figuring out a system for that. But that's that's a good idea, getting a daily email. But my team is so small, it's like, Doc, why'd you send me this email? <laughs> you could have just told me at the meeting. <laughs> it, it well, and that's why if, if you're sending it, it's easy yeah. to tune out, right? Gotcha. We both we both have parents. How yep. easy was it to tune out mom and dad? I've got teenagers um, now. They tune me out really well. <laughs> but if it comes from them now, it's they're a little bit more vested. Different story. Mm, yeah. Gotcha, you know, if gotcha. I clean the bathroom and they come and mess with it, they're upset. If they clean the bathroom and then somebody leaves it messy, yep. they they care. And, yeah. Uh, so I, I try to help them have as much ownership as possible. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and I think having that as part of your, your onboarding and even your hiring strategies, mm. if, um, and I'm by no means an expert in, in your millennial generation and certainly not in the disease <laughs> that are out now, um, but what I do know is transparency is important and, yes. and expectations are important. And so mm -hmm. when we do hire an interview, we let them know, you know, that you can see all, all the numbers you have access to this. We give you access to it. I'm not going to tell you what any individual is paid, but I will yep. tell you what, you know, what everybody's paid as a, uh, as a percentage mm. of revenue and how we yep. need to control those different costs. Um, but yep. I also remind them that when you can see everybody's numbers, everybody can see your numbers. Mm. And so there's a, an expectation, um, that everybody pulls their own weight and communicates yep. on the team, you know, and, gotcha. and no baseball team, no sports team, is somebody ever consistent? You know, we've all got yeah. our, our peaks and our valleys um, and we of help course. each other in the valleys, but you know, they, they need to be aware that we're looking at those numbers and they should be looking at their numbers. Yep. Gotcha. Cool. Hi. Uh, yeah. No, very cool. Fun conversations. So I, it's yeah. Growing, growing challenges. It's, uh, <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, I remember the first time I had a staff say, Hey, I'm, I'm moving on to, uh, you know, to, to my next phase in life. And it, it was frustrating. I was, I was hurt. Uh, I even took it a little bit offensive, you know, personal, uh, personal oh, offense, no. which looking back is silly. Um, but no, it's, it's a badge of honor now that I, I wear with pride that I've got a couple surgical texts that we've sent off. Um, we sent oh. some to, uh, to optometry school. Uh, yep. I've got a, a naval aviator. Uh, he actually came because oh. he wanted to go to optometry school, and then he decided that uh, naval aviation uh, was his thing, and um, and later sent me a challenge coin 
and told me that working at our office and, and us, you know, how we work together and uh, inspired yeah. him and to go in that direction, which was super humbling. But it's kind of cool yeah. to look back and see where people have, have moved on and, and gotten yeah. better. I've had some that have left to go be office managers at other offices, which of yeah. course was a bummer because they were great, but it's, it's awesome, awesomer, even more awesome seeing them be able to, to expand and grow into their role. Yep, yep. It, like I said, I'm, I'm extremely happy for them <laughs> from yeah. a, the personal side. Just the business side. Now I'm like, oh no, I got to worry about that again. Uh, uh, but it's 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 a process of of learning. <laughs> it is, and I again, I think you're in the in a great position. I would leverage uh, Mary, who's going off yes. to psychology school yes. heavily, um, to help you know write down your systems, develop your systems, make sure yep. that all the, the the little nuances, and even ask her, hey, if you would do this differently, what would you do? And yep. um, and then we could. Uh, uh, you know, you, you, the new person coming in that has to go through that training process, ask them what they think. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and the, and uh, I told you about my glasses and contact system. Yep. <laughs> Half of the time I sit there and tell them, Hey, it's not working. And they're like, yeah, dog, it's not working. I'm like, great. How can we make it work? Because I'm not doing it every day. You guys are doing it. So you guys got to help me figure this out. So majority of our systems, they are developing, uh, but, none of it's written for the next person because they are the one that created that system to even make what we're doing right now in the office. So yep. yeah, no, got to put it on like paper, that. put it on paper. We'll tell them and then tell them to put their name on it. They get the, uh, yeah. you know, they're, they're the, the initial creator. That's how their, their longevity yeah. lasts within the office. Yeah. So it's a, it's a pretty cool thing to be able to leave your mark and know that your footprints weren't just in the sand that wash away, but in cement. <laughs> Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Cool, Alan. Well, uh, this will definitely not be the last time we talk. Of course. <laughs> wow. I'm sure. Is there I'll anything else uh, on your mind, or? No. Um, you got your I hands think, full with this right now. I think you gave me a lot of thinking and a lot more on my list that I have to add on and do. Um, so yeah, thank you. Thank you for jumping on a call. Um, normally we don't do this recorded, but <laughs> thanks for doing this, uh, on, on, so other people can hear and hopefully other people can learn a little as well. Oh, definitely. And I, I like to go back and listen to these to pull out the ideas that, uh, that I pull out from, from our conversations. And I finally yep. gotten over the cringeworthiness of listening to my own voice, but you sound great <laughs> <laughs> to you. It, uh... <laughs> First time, first couple of times I listened to it, it was painful for me to hear yourself. Oh, was it? it's, uh, <laughs> oh, it's always weird. I hear the ums and ahs and incomplete sentences yes. that I didn't finish. I've I've recently watched a YouTube video about how ums and ahs are are hurting all of us. So I'm trying to reduce that in the exam room as well, uh, like I just did right there. <laughs> yeah. it, it takes time and practice, so yeah, it does. But that's why we're here. Cool, man. Well, you have an cool. uh, awesome rest of uh, your week, and I uh, look forward to next time we can catch up and have a beer. Yeah, cool. Thank you so much, Aaron. And um, obviously, if you need me for anything, let me know. <laughs> I know where to find you. Bye.